0: Welcome back to the Fire in the Form of Fit podcast. My name is Jay Ashton, alongside Mark Ashdown. yet again. Today we are going to talk to you about the merge, the player that ended up returning, and the player that ended up getting voted out. So, we get to the merge. Eleven players remaining. And we have our challenge. And who won that challenge? <laughs> the peanut butter man himself. Uh, turns out his investment using one fire token to get peanut butter actually may have helped him because he looked pretty high in spirits the rest of the time that he had it and that challenge wasn't really close except for the two players at the top of it absolutely well him and rob yeah towards you know it was neck and neck towards the end there Right, like it was, it was incredibly close. So Natalie, Danny, Ethan, Tyson, and Rob all spent fire tokens on a chance, uh, on an advantage for the challenge to return to the game. Uh, they didn't have to dig for their bags once they untied all the sticks. Which was amazing to me. How uh, deep that uh, was. Yeah, because we saw it with Yule when he was digging for it. It was really, really deep. It was. So there was def- that was definitely a clear advantage for them going into that challenge. Right. they it, The player that was at the biggest disadvantage was Yule because he was the last person to get voted out. So he had no chance to earn Fire Tokens on Extinction. Oh, this is true. So that's, I guess, another flaw with Extinction. There's a lot of flaws, I feel, with Extinction. I understand why they have it for this season because you want your personalities around as long as possible. Knowing that players like Rob and Tyson could get voted out earlier, you want them to have a chance to either get back in the game, or if not, just have the extra days of content with them, because they are pretty funny people. Absolutely. So, these players go down a net at the beginning, they're untying knots to get sticks, they retrieve bags with uh, string in them, and then they have to build a long stick that's sturdy enough to retrieve one key, so they can open a door to get to their, I wouldn't really call it a puzzle. It's a, uh, it's definitely, it's an obstacle, I guess. It's, I, I guess it's, to- it's, it's probably, I've seen that <clears throat> ball challenge like that a yeah. couple different ways. That is definitely the hardest. Right. We, we saw Devins get back in, uh, in season 38 by doing that challenge. Yes. And it, it, it's, it's incredibly hard because you have to have the balance on both sides And then you gotta roll it through this curvy S shaped uh, structure. And then you gotta get the ball in the hole. So And boy, wasn't it close though? It was close at the it was incredibly close. No nobody was even close to Tyson and Boston Robb, but those two were incredibly close. It got to a point where I, I wasn't certain that Tyson was gonna win it. Well, one of the things, too, that I I don't know for sure is, like, the, the edit, you know, how they edit that. Because sometimes they make challenges look closer than they are. A lot of times we have challenges that are very close to each other. Um, I would have mm-hmm. liked to seen exactly how close this one was. Because right. they were they were playing that off like it was neck and neck. Right. I feel like maybe it wasn't as close as they'd like to have uh, shown. Like we saw with the challenge the week prior with the three tribes going at it, that was incredibly close with the puzzle where it literally came down to shoving the last piece in. Oh, absolutely. That was a close one. Yes. I feel like there's a chance that this one maybe wasn't as close as they like to have uh, shown. Just because they know how much... uh, Boston Rob, you either love them or you hate them. Yeah. Yeah. Hate them. (laughs) Love them. (laughs) But it's it's a great thing to do because it was so lopsided with the two players at the top, like we said. So make it look close, draw up, uh, get, a, get a nice build-up for that, and Tyson re-enters the game. There's now 12 in the game, and we have an official merge. So with 12 players left in the game, uh, the seven remaining players uh, return to the edge. Sandra left, so uh, only 19 players left in this game with seven going back to the edge of extinction, but they also do become part of the jury. So that's an interesting point. Let's let's talk for a second about that because we've had some discussions about they're on the jury, but they also have a chance to get back. But since they had a chance to get back, is their time, should their time be done now? I, I do believe that. My, my belief for Edge of Extinction is the way that it should be done is if you get voted out. So the way they did it was they waited, there's nine players voted out from 20 down to 11, before they had a player re-enter the game. Now, Sandra left, but let's just say in a normal season, most players are going to stay. Correct. So let's say you got nine players. One of them re-enters the game. So you're up to 12 who are on the island. You now have eight who are a part of Edge of Extinction. I think those players should go home. At, well, in this case, even putting them on the jury is something, you know, because they are on the jury. But if you want to leave, although, I'm, not, I'm not a fan of having a 19-person jury. Though. No, they did that one time. I just think that was just yeah. far too many. It, it's way too many. And my my problem is is th- there's something. Obviously, the goal is twin survivor. You want the million dollars, but there is something to be said about making the jury. Absolutely. I would love, you know, if I was yeah. a survivor and I made it to the jury, I felt like it was like a little moral victory. It is a moral victory, I feel, because that, that is an accomplishment. And, and your reward for that is having a say. In, 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 it's, <laughs> it, it's having a say in who wins the game. And going to Ponderosa. <laughs> yeah, that's true. <laughs> but, so... When you, when you make the merge, you have the ability to, if you don't make it to the end, you have a say in who wins the game. I don't feel that the players who are voted out prior to the merge should have that say. No. It's not like that on really any other season. Why should it be like that just because there's the Edge of Extinction? Correct. So obviously these players are going back, and we're going to have more players that are going to get voted out, and we're going to have another channel on Which is going to have more people in it, and it's going to come closer to the end. See, the way that I'd like to see it is... They do it like this, except those eight players are sent home. And if you get voted out between player 12 now and, say, players 5 or 6, those people all go into the challenge. One player returns, and the players who don't return, they go to the jury. They go to the jury, yes. I feel like that's a more logical way to do it. Mm -hmm. Now, like I said, I understand why they're doing it this way for this season, because you want to keep everybody around. Um, and, And these are all winners, so I guess... You, you do want all these winners to have a say in it. I just, 19 is such a large number. It's going to be the longest <laughs> vote ever that Jeff's going to have to read off for a winner, assuming nobody else leaves. Correct, yes. So Tyson gets back in the game, and an interesting thing that happens is the physically strong men in the game start to discuss, I guess you could call it a muscle man alliance. They want all the strong guys. It, they didn't say the strong men. They said the str- we want the strongest players, but for some reason, it's all men. It's all men. It's all men. Uh, and that that's the first thing that we see after the merge happens. Then we have the awful temperatures, how, how cold it is outside. It's pouring rain. And then the challenge comes, and of course it's the pole challenge. Who has an advantage in, in a poll challenge? The fireman. Oh, this is Jeremy, <laughs> Jeremy Collins. I mean, that's this a perfect challenge for Absolutely. him. Absolutely, I didn't even think. Of, I didn't even think along those lines that that would be a challenge right up his alley. So, in this one, one man and one woman earns immunity necklace for it. Can I give a shout-out to Sophie? Because she was shaking oh yes. so bad, and she really held in there. I mean, she was definitely not the first. She was close to being the last woman standing. Right. But and the other one was uh, Michelle. Uh, didn't do great in the challenge, but she fell a very high distance and was able to get up and just, just shake ball. it off. She She's a tough cookie. Yes. Yes. Uh, and we have another funny moment where we have Adam talking about how the weather isn't that bad since he had to deal with the cyclone in Millennials vs Gen X. <laughs> then he cried like a baby on the pole because he was high up. That was that was that made for a great <laughs> comedy moment. It did because Adam's one of those guys that his. Uh, has... I know you're not a big Adam fan. Um, I'm not an Adam fan. <laughs> I did not care for how he won a season and you know they, they put him on here for a reason because he's you know, probably they went old-school versus new-school and yeah, he definitely won in, in, a, in a manner that I don't particularly care for I still feel to this day that there was a lot of sympathy towards him in his home situation um, I'd have to probably watch the season back again to be convinced otherwise, right? but even just that aside He's been incredibly annoying this season. He has. Because he's been... Being paranoid isn't always a bad thing. We saw Tony win his season being paranoid the entire time. But there's another thing being paranoid can just wear on even just the people who watch the game because Adam is kind of whiny about it. I never felt that Tony was whiny when he was paranoid on his winning season. I feel like Adam every single week we're getting... A very annoying, whiny player that you wouldn't really think is a winner. So, you and I had discussed this about him possibly being somebody that uh, you bring along. if He feels like a goat, yes. Not a good way. Not, not, yeah, not a good way. Uh, it, it feels like that's the kind of... Play. Now, we don't know. We're speaking very early because there's a lot of players uh, remaining in the game, but... It just it felt to me like he, with his alliance with uh, Sophie and Sarah that those are two players that I feel could get deep into the game. That's he's the perfect guy to take. He would be the he would be the perfect third person to take. Yes, if and it's not even just for them; it could be for anybody else. But unless he makes any big moves or somehow changes his game upcoming. I just don't see how he gets to the end and has a legitimate case at winning. It would be, be very interesting to see how, how far he goes and if he makes it to the end and what kind of resume he's building because right now there isn't a resume that he is building at all. Right. Uh So like we said, Jeremy, a firefighter, he dominated the challenge. He was the, the last person standing there. Well, not really standing, holding onto the pole at the end uh, Nick, I thought, did a great job on the challenge, but he couldn't hold on much longer, so he was the uh, last person to drop out of it. So Jeremy is the man who wins it, and Denise outlasts all the women to earn immunity as well, and those are two players who are very closely aligned. They are, and I wanted to uh, backtrack a little. Uh, at the at the merge and the at the meal, um, Denise kind of uh, uh, called... Not, I don't want to say called herself out, but she definitely... Let everybody know that she she got Sandra mm-hmm. out of the game, and that's yes, it's for your resume. That is a key move, but is that does that put a major target on your back? I think it puts a huge target on her back. So that's why I felt the need to to skip kind of to this because it's incredibly important that she won immunity. Because I felt that if she didn't, she may have been the first person to go. Very very quite possibly, and I just I just think personally she is a beast. And it's like She's a, a warrior, and she is. And it's like she. It'll be interesting to see but I I, mean, I want to see what happens coming into this week and, and how she, you know how she plays out and uh, you know how her, uh, her uh, who she's aligned with how that works out for her moving forward but right. know, she's a great player she is a great player that's a season that we very much enjoyed watching because I thought she was very deserving of winning that season and I was excited to see her back for this season yes well she went to every tribal <laughs> she yeah she's the only player to ever go to every single tribal council And win the game. And win the game, which is incredible. Uh, So, definitely glad to have her on this season. She's playing a great game, and she's a good read of people. So that that may very well help her too, if she if she feels you know it's like she she's got a little bit in a a tiny thing in her back pocket, and that's just you know Jeremy. I mean, she saved Jeremy, so it's like, and Jeremy's a very loyal. Player. Very loyal player. Now, the interesting thing becomes if Jeremy feels that Denise or himself are in trouble, he has the opportunity to play his advantage of leaving Tribal Council. And I'm curious if he f- feels the need to play that for Denise some point down the line, if he feels she's in trouble. Could he give it to her? I believe he can. That'd be quite interesting. Now, that's you're not part of the vote. So right. I'm I'm, all, I'm really interested on that one, how that plays into it. Mm-hmm. Do you have to leave immediately? Jeff, I'm leaving. I, I have this. Right. Or do you get to listen to everything and then say, mm, I'm done. I'm leaving. I think you listen in and then make that determination because okay. I, I that's a, a judgment call that usually you're going to end up making at tribal council based on people are saying, right, and then also I think the information you get at Tribal Council can make him determine, do I want to play this for myself, or do I want to give that to Denise? Okay. Uh, So, those two are safe, they get back to camp, and the discussion becomes, do we want to get Nick out, do we want to get Adam out, or do we want to get Wendell out? And, they're bouncing back and forth, they have the funny uh, scenes of Nick just jumping in into every single conversation, which was hysterical. It really was. <laughs> again, again, it was the edit, but it was just one after right. another. After one another. after another. The editing on that was incredible. But as the uh, day seems to go along, uh, Nick kind of gets dropped from that discussion. And it becomes, do we want to get rid of Adam or do we want to get rid of Wendell? And the one thing that people are noticing with Wendell is how Fast and Lucy seems to be playing, with jeremy right those two were pretty open uh about you know their friendship really uh around camp just hanging out playing around with each other and i feel like that was a big move that the players wanted to make because getting adam out of this game i don't feel that that really helps really anybody right now no and i I really feel that Jeremy didn't have a choice. Like, he was yeah. he was really campaigning for not to be Wendell. Right. But the more I think he felt that he was campaigning, the worse it was going to be for him. Exactly. So at that point, he just shifted with everybody else and wrote Wendell's name down. Sometimes you need to just kind of go with everybody else just because you don't want to put that target on your back. Yes. And I felt that this is a, a situation where it was probably best for Jeremy to do that. So. Sucks for him losing Wendell, but he he still feels good with Denise. He's and he was safe that night at Tribal Council. He still has that advantage in his pocket, so uh, he en- Wendell ends up getting nine votes out of a possible twelve, and he gets voted out. Uh, it seems like Wendell's alliance was kind of left out of the loop. Felt like Nick and Michelle were not aware of what was going on. Right. So. Uh, Wendell, in his post-vote-out speech with, with uh, CBS that they posted on Twitter, said he wasn't totally sure if Nick or Michelle voted with him or not. So just to be safe, he split up the uh, fire tokens, gave one to Nick and one to Michelle. I don't remember seeing that. I remember him giving one to Nick, but I don't remember him putting one in Michelle. So. Yeah, because he had to. And, and this is important now because Michelle has the most fire tokens on the island with four and nick is right behind there with three so that that could potentially be really important for either of those players if they wanted to invest in an idol or even just stuff around camp maybe some goodwill possibly but i have a feeling they're going to come into play an advantage in a challenge and as it starts getting down there any advantage you can get in a challenge yes that's incredibly important yes uh, so previews of the next episode come out and it seems like that the episode might turn into a train wreck. And my question becomes with it seeming like there's a rift between Sarah and Adam and, and Wendell's out of the game. Now we don't know who's safe. Does Jeremy use that power this episode? I'll be anxious to see when it's used. Does it have a limit? I don't even remember. I, it, if it I does. don't believe it has a limit. I think the limit might be like five. Five, similar to idols. Right. Uh, so, yeah, I don't think it's got any different limitations that a regular idol would have. Um, you want to keep, hold on to that as long as possible. And it's so hard to predict. But he did just lose an ally. So I feel like maybe that could be something that comes out. Yes. Uh, so. And another question I have is Wendell's now out of the game. Does this hurt Michelle? Or could this maybe help her? Again, I don't know if they were playing together or they're playing against each other. That's so the and biggest we'll never question. know. That is. And with that being said, um, she's somebody she's somebody you definitely need to watch because you know, what what if she decides to go over with Sarah and Sophie? <laughs> yeah. <laughs> Who are already very, very tight. Yeah, they they've got an idol, and you know, um, Sarah's got an advantage as well, and it seems like with with those, that's incredibly important because Michelle could pull Nick with her, and Sarah could pull Tony in, if Tony decides that maybe this all muscle alliance is not going to work out, because the, you know they they've got Ben and and Tyson, but Wendell just got voted out, and that that could be the first piece of that. It's like okay, maybe this needs to go now. Yeah. Maybe it's the return of Cops R Us. Maybe. Which I would love to see. Oh, I love that. I'm just very, very happy that there are now 11 players remaining in the game. And Tony hasn't gotten a single vote. Interesting. (laughs) He has not gotten a single vote so far. Interesting. There's 11 players left and I still have two (laughs) in the game. There's 11 players left and none of them belong to me. I had one uh, become the first person voted out in the game, and then I had one become the first person voted out after the merge. (laughs) Luckily, one of them may be coming back from uh, Edge of Extinction. We can only hope. We can only hope. And I hope she does come back because I love her, and she's a great player. Uh, But yeah, we, we will have to see. So, last question. It's a hard one. We're just going to throw it out there. If you had to just throw out a name, who do you think gets voted out next? I hate to say this, but Tyson. And maybe just because he's out of the loop. And if that alliance of the guys does not go forward, they're going to throw him back up because he just came back into the game. Right. So um, you say train wreck, a lot of throwing under the bus. We'll see a lot of that. So it's like right now at this point, Tyson, if Tyson doesn't go this week, I think he goes further into the game. Yeah, But this would be the point where you need to look at him coming back, and maybe now you need to go again. Right. I, I actually really agree with that because I, I think it does come down to Adam or Tyson. But at the end, people on, on the camp, they're smart enough to realize we can't let Tyson stay in this game much longer. No, Tyson's no. a great player. I think you can afford to keep Adam around for one more vote if you really wanted to. Or maybe even longer than that. Somebody might end up trying to pull him to the end to be that goat. We'll have to see. It'll be interesting to see also in this um, in the uh, immunity challenge if they're going to do a guy and a girl again because they they put that forward. Mm-hmm. And I've seen that in other seasons and it usually just doesn't last one time. Right. So if this goes again, could Tyson win? You know, win immunity for himself and then he's out of the equation. And and if it's a, a female, if it's not Denise, who is it? And, right. You know maybe this, it's Kim Kim doesn't get much uh much love so she, yeah she hasn't gotten much love but that actually really bodes well for her because it, she is a great player she so is I, she because she's, she's just under the radar yeah so under the radar she's playing the identical game that Tony is playing right now both of them were incredibly controlling in, in their seasons they're both great players and they've gone so far under the radar because they've just been kind of even keel and going with the flow. Yes. And I think that they don't, neither of them really have a resume right now, but that actually could be an incredible thing for them because there's still a lot of time to build one. And if either one of those players get power in the game, they could take it all away. This is true. But part of the reason that I look at someone like Sophie and say her resume doesn't hurt her is because nobody's noticing it. See, the difference between Denise and Sophie right now is people are looking at Denise and saying, oh, she took out the queen. Sophie has played an incredible game, and people haven't even noticed it. Right. I mean, Adam was just on a tribe of four with her, and he didn't even question if she was the one who got the idol. But she is. Yeah. It's it's incredible how she has just gone completely under the radar in every single aspect, and she's just picking things up. Out of the air. And they're all true. Mm-hmm. She's she's really, really smart. And I think she's in a, in a great, great spot right now. i will be interested to see tomorrow night's edition. I'm, I'm excited. You know, this is definitely something that's helping out with the quarantine. Because uh, no sports and, or anything like that. Survivor's a sport. We got, exactly, exactly. We got Survivor to look forward to once a week. Hopefully we can get an episode that's two hours long soon. I don't think we will, but that's just me hoping for that because I love it. Same. All right. Thank you guys for tuning in to this week's episode of the Fire in the Form of podcast. We'll be back ne- next week to discuss who gets voted out and any other potential topics further from there. Thank you for having me again. Of course. Thank you for joining in. We need uh, as many voices as we can get with Bryant being four hours away, basically. So... Absolutely. (laughs) See you guys.